0: Everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're kicking life with Bullyproof Expert Master Rich Grogan. As a master martial artist and sixth degree black belt with 40 years' experience, I've spent my life empowering kids and adults with hope and the courage and confidence to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears and battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they're facing, either real or in their mind. And now I've got the opportunity to share these messages with you each and every week. So get ready as we go on this life-changing journey together to become bullyproof and to live our best kick and life. Greetings and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. Man, do I love that intro. It gets me pumped every time I hear it, and it's a great reminder, that we do have the power to overcome our fears battle through our challenges and stand up to any bully we're facing both real in our minds and i'll tell you that bully in our minds that bully within that bully named fear man that's the meanest toughest nastiest bully we'll ever face but i promise you this i'm going to keep fighting and keep learning Keep talking in with motivational guests and people that help empower me to be my very best. And then I'm going to share that with you each and every episode. And that's the goal, to help you believe in yourself to become bullyproof and live your best kick in life. All right. Quick update on the book. The uh, book uh, and those that follow me on uh, social media, it's uh, Grogan's Bullyproof on Instagram and uh, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life on Facebook. You see that I haven't shaved in quite some time, and the reason for that is uh the book i had said i'm not shaving until it gets back in the editor's hands so right now it's in my wife's hands she's kind of the pre-edit she fixes all my grammatical errors to um to make sure that we're not spending a a ton of money with the editor i mean we're spending enough but she's going to correct a lot of those things and she's almost done so that will should be in the editor's hands by the uh oh i guess by the time you hear this it should be there so hopefully we're looking at a june july release date i will keep you posted All right. On to the show, as they say. Well, this is episode number 238, and this is the weekly spotlight show where we feature a special guest who is doing their part to make our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And the great news is they're going to share their personal expertise with us to help us become bullyproof and live our best kick in life. So who's our guest? Well, I'm going to do my best to set this guest up, and hopefully I've got my notes together, right? But there's a good chance that I've missed something, but they'll, she'll help me out with it. Author of four amazing books, a columnist for Success Magazine, plus her own radio show, which I'm blessed and honored to have been on, The Eden Experience, and an amazing master martial artist, but most importantly, just an amazingly wonderful, beautiful-hearted person that I've had the opportunity to meet in Vegas and uh, have several conversations with and become a good close friend with. And who am I talking about? It's my great pleasure to introduce Master Karen Eden Herndon. Karen, how are we doing?
1: Hey, hey. Good. I am so happy to be able to be with you again, Brother Rich. I know uh, you and I, we get going sometime Um you know, we'll tie up some airtime. So I'm going <laughs> to let you ask all the questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we, we both have a little bit of a talking problem, but we've got so much to share, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, did, did I get your list of accolades and successes right? Did I overlook anything? Four books, or, or is there one that I missed?
1: No, that's correct. I have four books out. Um, a shameless plug, you know, two of them are Through Century Martial Arts, but the rest you can find <laughs> on Amazon dot com and, Barnes and noblecom so yeah and then i have the two columns and the two monthly magazines um trying to think of what else
0: well, your radio um, show can't forget that
1: oh yeah i have the radio blog the the eden assignment and if you go to the facebook group page the eden assignment inspirational series i'll let you in and um that's about i have about five thousand followers on that one so you know what it's um I don't know, Rich. Maybe I'm doing something right in some way. <laughs> <I'm>, I try.
0: <laughs> well, I think you're doing more than something right. I, and uh, I know I've shared this with you before, but maybe some of our new listeners don't uh, don't know this backstory, so to speak. But um, you had, uh, I guess, kind of trademarked. I am a martial artist, and it's a nice little. And I, I, saying it's a quote just doesn't give it the justice that that it is. It's just an inspirational. I don't even, I guess, quote, for lack of a better word, but I was reading that way back 20-something years ago before I'd ever met you or ever knew who Karen Eden was, and I've, I've got it on a, a Tumblr, uh, I think a coffee mug, bookmarkers, and, of course, I've got the uh, the book, I Am a Martial Artist, and that was followed up by your next book, uh, um, They Call Me Master, which are great books. I actually have all our uh, instructors, part of our we call TNT, TNT. Uh, Teachers in Training or Dynamite, uh, those that stand out in a crowd. I have them read those books simply because it's, uh, mm. one, it's a very easy read, but it is so heartfelt and so spot on and to the point. And as I kind of mentioned, with everything we're trying to do collectively together is make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And those books
1: mm. Mm. are that foundational wow.
0: piece to to making that happen. Wow! Yeah, like-
1: uh, wow. What can I say? That's just like... That just made my day. I really perked up when I heard that right there. That's, uh, you know, there's nothing more important than knowing that you put something on a blank piece of paper and it touched somebody. And you know that. I mean, it's just like that. That's more than money right there when someone says something like that. And I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Oh,
0: well, you're welcome, Karen. I'm giving goosebumps just uh, hearing your voice again and chatting with you. And, um, you know, hopefully this year we can uh, reconnect again. I know everything's been shut down. I know we actually spoke. Well, I guess we speak on a uh, I don't what's considered a regular basis, but uh, about as much as I talk to anybody else and uh, people on the, the podcast, my video blogs and everything else I'm trying to present out there, they know I'm a major, huge component of you are who you surround yourself with. You are who you talk to and associate with on a regular basis. And you're either surrounding yourself with engines that are driving and pushing you to be your best, or you are surrounding yourself with anchors who are pulling you down and dwelling on all the, uh, I call it pity party. And Zig Ziglar says the worst thing about a pity party is nobody brings gifts. They only bring more pity. Now, if I go to a party, mm. I want some gifts, right? I want some excitement. Nice. I, don't, I don't want more pity. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. Exactly. Wow.
0: Well, good, good, good. So um, I've got this written in my notes because if I don't write these things down, Squirrel runs across, and I, and I lose my train of thought. But I know you've got your own show, but is there anyone special you want to give a shout-out to? Uh, I, I say this because I had once, I was on the radio show, uh, recently and uh, my daughter was listening and i got so wrapped up in talking to the the show host that i forgot to give a shout out to my kids and uh, even though my daughter hears the podcast all the time it was somebody else's show and she happened to be listening that time and i didn't uh, give her a shout out so is there anybody you want to give a shout out to
1: uh, no, I'd just like to say I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, because uh, I know he's listening, and um, hopefully I get points for saying good things and helping other people when I go to heaven. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I shouldn't be here. I mean, I really shouldn't be alive, and I'm, I, I give all glory to my Father God, the Creator, and that, I guess that's my shout-out, Brother Rich. That pretty much covers it for me right there.
0: And that covers it for all of us. I, I openly wear my cross outside of my shirt. Matter of fact, I got a cross tattooed on my chest with the American flag and the uh, the eagle as as a symbol of that being a born again Christian. And this is something else I may have. I think I probably have, but other listeners may have not heard this. I just spoke with uh, Master Chip Townsend the other day. He's going to be on an upcoming episode. He and uh, w- was kind of one of the first, uh, I guess, martial artist that wasn't afraid to be, talk about being a devout Christian, to, to talk about putting God first. And then I connected with you and found out the same thing. It's like, holy cow, these inspirational, mm. wonderful role models aren't afraid of that. And then in Vegas, I uh, met a couple years ago, and I know you and I actually got a chance to speak to uh, uh, Master Billy Blanks, who's also in Tung sudo. and I did a little video blog with him, and it, I ended it by saying, uh, 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 God bless you, God bless your loved ones, can't wait to chat with you again real soon. And he, he looked at me and said, man, that's really cool. Thank you for doing that. Not enough people do that. And right there, that was instantly, we connected, uh, even though I talked to him a couple times before, that was the bond, just not being afraid to say that. And, you know, in business, they say, well, you can't talk about religion, and you can't talk about this. Well, it's not that I'm cramming it down people's throat. I'm just saying, hey, this is who I am, and I'm a big believer that that uh, um, three-legged table or the martial arts triangle, that spiritual component in there is a huge part of what keeps us all together.
1: Yeah, and you know, Rich, I probably have more selfish reasons. You're such a good guy. I'll say God bless you, because I know that every time I bless somebody, those blessings come back to me. Because <laughs> you speak what you say, what you say you speak, you at, you manifest in your atmosphere. So I always say, you know, that's always an out um, uh, a what we call a sig out, a signature out, a sig out for me. And you know, I'm, I'm I, you know, I'm a little bit of a bold person. I really. I don't, I don't even bat an eye when I do it, but I just know that the more that I can bless, the more those blessings are going to come back. So, you know, I, I, I just, yeah, uh, you know, I, I try to do it every time I can. I mean, every time, even when I see kids walking down the street getting off the school bus, I'll just say, "God bless those kids." Yeah, it's just, just something, you know. And it's all, it's whatever you put out there will boomerang back. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm going to um, humbly. Disagree with you, but agree with you. Meaning, I think that's the smartest thing you can do because if you're not at your best, how can you continue to serve at your best? So by putting that out there, putting that positive aura and vibes out in the universe, you know, God bless, God bless, God bless you and your loved ones. Yeah, that is going to boomerang uh, back. Like you said, what you put out there always comes back. And w- mm-hmm. with the media and all the negative, ugly, ugh, evil they put out there, we need more. God bless out there circulating in the universe. The, the power of not only Absolutely. positive thinking, but yeah, the, the, the positive of, of that boomerang effect. Boom.
1: Exactly. And, you know, uh, going back to your other point, I personally would be very skeptical of someone who uh, claims to be a spiritual leader who, um, you know, doesn't have a a spiritual journey on their own. I mean, I wouldn't take advice. And for me, personally, that includes, you know, dealing with psychologists or even therapists who don't have some kind of spiritual foundation because everything goes back to the spirit. Like you said, body, mind, spirit it's such an important component in living a healthy life. And, um, you know, if you're going to be a leader in that area, it's very important that, you know, you understand spiritual things in spiritual ways. So that's just my feedback on that. But, you know, I'm very humbled. So.
0: (laughs) No, that's 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 powerful, and of course, uh, that's that's the beauty of what um, you've been able to create with 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 your platforms, and obviously, what uh, I'm in the process of trying to create, not only with the books, but the speeches, the blogs, the podcast, and then other like-minded individuals, like I mentioned, uh, Chip Townsend and Master Billy Blanks, and just it, it, it. We're all you know in our own I don't want to say our own world, but in our own area, but collectively, we're kind of attacking on all fronts, and that's 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 amazing.
1: Mm. Yes.
0: So we got to jump right in. Well, we are jumping in the show, and that's what I love about uh, the opportunity to do this is I love to talk, you love to talk, and we're just bouncing things back and forth. It, and I, I never have anything really scripted out. I, I did type up some reminders to make sure I hit a few points that I wanted to cover because uh, I, I end up all over the place. But uh, that's the beauty of it, oh, okay. and I think uh, that's where the audience really loves that. So I guess the, the couple points I have here that – and, and you you're a human being just like anybody else so no no you're not
1: karen's not a human being i blew
0: that one no, S- scratch that all. off the list
1: <laughs> <laughs> right i actually have to remind people of that because some people you know they think i'm like <clears throat> yeah i don't know what they think but it's like dude i bleed i'm you know yeah i you know like people think i don't have problems or you know i don't, I don't struggle or anything like that i'm like i'm human you know it's not. It's not like I'm this picture perfect person that doesn't have anything. They have to. They're challenged by. We all in our vehicles are on this journey, and we are challenged. Every one of us, and that's just part of being human. Even Jesus Christ said, "In this world, you can have tribulation." You know, so you got to embrace it, and, and you know, just like everybody else. Um, you know, I, I sometimes I, I, I remind people, and, and I, I don't really think of myself as anything more than. You know, someone who is a vehicle and a servant of God, and that's, you know, if I I keep it nice and simple like that, um, it helps me not get uh, too much of of, of uh, too much junk in my head at the same time. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely, and it, it, it's beautiful how you. Um, I always think, and maybe this is me just being blunt, my right hook of reality, but I always think when you don't fully do your best to utilize your God-given talents. Now, those aren't always right there on the surface. You have to dig a little bit. You have to prod around a little bit. You have to trial and error. You have to fail a lot a bit (laughs) instead of a little bit. But if you really aren't pursuing your God-given uniqueness, your God-given talent, then you're almost, to me, disrespecting God because he gave you all these gifts. He gave you all these treasures. He gave you this unique ability. And you're just saying, you know what? I just want to be like everybody else because it's easier. Well, yeah, it's easier. But you're not fully living what I call what the whole point of the, the bullyproof and kicking life. Bullyproof is, is believing enough in yourself to stand up to the bully in your mind, in the mirror, or in front of you. And kicking life is getting back up each and every time life's knocked you down to live your best possible life, your one beautiful God-given life. And that's kind of what I term the bullyproof and kicking life. So it's not just about I- kids being bullied. It's about all of us bullying ourselves and not living Everybody. up to our talents
1: everybody you could be your your you can be your worst enemy and you know that's so true and there's not i i feel in our society we're just limiting spirituality to the point where it's like these kids you know they're not getting the lessons that they need coming up unless they have parents who understand spiritual things they're not getting the development of that spirituality and then when there's a crisis they just run and you know they put them on um you know paratrophic drugs or, or whatever. Yep. I, uh, I run into that a lot. I do a lot of counseling and I don't know if people know this. I'm a clinical pastor, which is a chaplain. I am ordained. I, I, I do a lot of this kind of counseling. And the first thing I say is, you know, did you put your, your teenager on uh, antidepressants or anti-anxiety medicine? Because it's, it's, spiritually it's it's almost a, a bit of a block to work with somebody because they get so numbed out and i'm not and i always have to say this i'm not knocking anybody who has chemical imbalances that has to be on any type of medication as such not in any way shape or form because i do believe we have medicine to heal us but rich when you have a 600 percent increase in the distribution of uh, paratropic and anti-anxiety anti-depression drugs just in my state alone, in the last year, uh, we people have got a hole in their soul. That's just not, you know, that's not good. And they're just turning to medication, medication, medication. And I was just watching a, a program, a documentary, talking about how people uh, aren't understanding that antidepressants don't make you not depressed. It may help. It's kind of like putting, uh, uh, putting an aloe vera gel on a sunburn. But it's not going to be the answer. And these therapists and psychiatrists are like, well, obviously, with the rate of suicide going up and we've been distributing more anti depressants, we got a problem here. Yep. And, um, you know, I, I just feel like I, I felt led to say that today. And I don't know why, Rich, but, you know, I want to encourage everybody to seek spiritual things in spiritual ways to get that balance back in your life.
0: No, oh, Karen, that's, thank you so much for being so open and transparent and sharing that. And I agree 100%. It's almost like we're masking the problem or putting a Band-Aid over a, a gusher that needs more than that. You know, if you've got a bleeding neck wound, you put a Band-Aid over it, <laughs> what's that really going to do? You need to get the help you need. And uh, that's something I unfortunately look at too much, but it's why it, what continues to motivate and drive me is that suicide rate. And uh, not only teens, but preteens, and then the millennial crowds, the 20 and 30-year-olds continue. Continues to escalate and instead of really addressing the root cause we kind of put a band-aid over it here take this pill and you'll be okay and and i'm with you one thousand percent you know if, if if a person needs a pill to help out with a chemical imbalance by all means, take it. I mean, I've dealt with anxiety and depression, and that's kind of one of the, uh, I don't want to say side effects, but with <laughs> being high-strung like I am or hyperactive, which I used to think was a curse, now I realize it's what drives me and motivates me. But at the same time, i got to make sure it doesn't bridge over into too much. But that leads to that anxiety and depression. So get the help you need. Absolutely. But let's talk about that a little bit more, and let's add that spiritual component in there to help balance out that, I like to call it three-legged table. I know martial arts, we call it a a balanced Mm -hmm. triangle. Well, if one of those legs on that three-legged table, one of those uh, legs on the triangle is much, much shorter than another one, there's no way you're in balance. And the reason I call it uh, something I kind of put together was uh, basically off one of the things I'd seen you you do, I don't know how many years ago with the, the triangle. I was like, yeah. That all fits together. And I came up with a, our emotional table is our emotional health. And that table sits on three legs, the mental, spiritual, and physical leg. And if those legs aren't in balance, then our emotional table isn't an in balance. And it's, you, there's no way you can stack or build anything on that table. You put a drink on there. If it's not in balance, it's going to fall off. So that's kind of uh, um, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me tell
1: you something. My experience that I had um, this past Monday upon occasion you know i don't do it as much as i really want to but i try to go to uh the shooting range and to practice you know target shooting well (laughs) i take my kids all
0: all my kids know (laughs) how to shoot we've got um, uh, a baker's dozen of of guns and ammo (laughs) anyway they all know how to shoot and that's to me that's gun safety
1: yeah i mean you know i just this well of course most people in ma martial arts feel the same way but anyway i went in And I didn't bring my gun with me because I was going to rent a gun because I'm in the market for a new gun and a particular type of gun. I wanted to shoot it before I thought about buying it. So I went in to rent it, and they go, well, where's your gun? I said, well, I'm renting a gun. I didn't need to bring my gun. They go, well, you can't shoot unless you bring your own gun. I'm like, I'm sorry. Excuse me. what, What do you mean? She goes, we have a policy that even if you want to rent a gun from us, you still have to bring your own gun because of suicide. I'm like, what? He goes, we've had three suicides from people coming in to rent guns. So we made it a policy. Oh you my. have to bring your own weapon in or you can't bring your gun. I mean, I'm, I was shocked. I mean, that's just at that one range. And, um, you know, I, that that really took me by surprise. I mean, I had to go all the way back home, bring my weapon in just to rent a weapon. But that kind of gives you an idea. You know, the media does. I was in the media for a long, long time. As you know, I was a reporter. Yep. I... We don't even talk about suicide because it's not news. So just because you don't hear it doesn't mean it's not happening. And given the last year and the situations of people being shut in and everything like that, suicide right now is off the charts. And they've been dispensing antidepressants and anti-anxiety like candy this last year. Take this. Take this. We don't care. We don't want you to be suicidal. And it's not working. And again, you know, I really wish people would introduce into our system as a community, as a society, spiritual reasoning, because that is what is going to help heal much of the situation that we have. And I'm blaming our local churches for not being able to meet that need of our own people. That's right. I'm blaming pastors, I'm blaming ministers, I'm blaming chaplains. This should not be a problem in your community. Now I do everything I can, Rich, I think you know, I may have told you, I don't know, but I'm no stranger to suicide. I've dealt with it three times over in my own family. And it's and one of your my, books too, right? It's one of my books, Will I Ever Feel Happy Again? where I talk about people who have survived the love, the suicide of a loved one. I interviewed like 10, 15 people in that book and they give their secrets on how to get your happiness back because it's horrible, horrible to lose a loved one uh, to suicide. And so, you know, I, I'm no stranger to the situation. I Every time I can, especially in this time, I try to get the word out. Please try to seek out spiritual reasoning and try to try to be quiet. Try to get into that place where you know that you can feel God. I call it my God spot. And try to have this understanding and reach out to teachers who can help you When you need that kind of help. So thank you so much, Rich, for letting me say that. I didn't know I was going to say that, but I I, I think it needed to be said.
0: Uh, And that's the beauty about the show. You just speak from the heart and and let it all let it out. Because um, and and it's a a crazy thing. One of my mentors that uh, one of my favorites is uh, Chris Widener. He had an opportunity. He worked with Zig Ziglar on a TV show and wrote a best-selling book with Jim Rohn called uh, 12 Pillars. And we've become extremely good friends over the years. Now, he's he's outside the martial arts community, but uh, he's got 20-something books out. And what he constantly reminds me of, one of many, many things he constantly reminds me of, is that um, when, you, when you have the impulse or that feeling in your heart that it needs to be said in a way that's going to uh, empower somebody else, or if you keep thinking about it on your mind – you know there's millions out there that are thinking the same thing and need to hear that message, and God put that in mm. your heart to for you to get it out. Sort of like, you know, wow. I, I used to never talk about dealing with anxiety and depression, because why? Well, I've got to be a tough guy. I've got to be a martial artist. You know, I can't show that i got great. weaknesses and fears, and, uh, you know, i got to have my armor on. Well, I'm a human being, just like you said. Uh, we, we both bleed. <laughs> We're humans. We get cut. We have feelings. We have emotions. But no, you got to be tough. You know, that's a great book I read by Uh, uh, Lewis House, and I got a chance to meet him a few years ago. It's called The Mask of Masculinity, and he talked about the mask that we wear, and he spoke from a male's point of view um, about the mask, being a professional athlete, and uh, uh, the mask that we put on. Well, the longer we wear or hide behind those masks, the more those masks become attached to our face, and the more fake we become before we know it that's the life we're living so he's, he's about take those darn masks off and if you got friends that are wearing those masks tell them hey it's okay and it kind of led into the, the suicide and uh, the depression about how many friends he's had that have have killed themselves <laughs> simply because they hid behind the mask like everything was sunshine and rainbows so Karen thank you so much for sharing oh, yeah that. gosh darn
1: yeah. oh my pleasure I, I hope that people I hope people will understand and you know there's there's so much so many more levels to suicide that we that, you know, we haven't even even tapped. It's like an onion. There's so many letters. But anyway, you know, it's a good start to understand that we don't have to be irrevocably responsible for everything. And, uh, you know, it's there when you we say in martial arts, when you need a teacher, one will show up. So, Somebody maybe needed to hear this and learn this today, but thank you so much, brother.
0: Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I almost guarantee, and that's kind of why I mentioned that with, uh, with Chris, because he's constantly kind of remind me of that, because I, I feel, should I share this? Should I share this? And he says, yeah, if, if it's going to do more good than harm, absolutely share it. And, and that, that's where sometimes I get my mouth gets me in trouble. I've gotten a little better now that I've crept up into the fifties and maybe matured just a little bit. I, I, I try and uh, <laughs> th- think about uh, some of this stuff before I just blurt it out. But uh, that's a good reminder. If it's going to do more good than harm, absolutely, because more people need to hear it. So thank you for being open and discussing that. And uh, um, in, just to remind people, once again, your books are available. Are, are they all available on Amazon? Or I know the martial arts books are through century but uh go ahead and talk a little bit about the, your, your, your books
1: okay absolutely <clears throat> my first book was a kind of i took the elevator right up on that as a published writer it was through simon and schuster mcmillan and it was um i don't know if you remember the complete idiot guys it was a series that debuted in the 90s <laughs> yes. and they had them to everything well i got um i got uh, i was I guess someone said to, to write the one on Taekwondo, the complete idiot's guide to Taekwondo. And, um, uh, I, 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 took that opportunity and, you know, I, there, that was very formatted out. It's not like I just could open my heart and talk. So it was kind of a painful, <laughs> but I did it because it it was going to set me as a writer. I'm a TSD practitioner, which those know is Tung Sudo. So for the TKD technicality of the book, I had Keith Yates come in on it and he's an excellent writer. Um, also, uh, my, my other two books, um, are, were published in, um, put out by Century Martial Arts and their martial arts philosophy. And you mentioned them. I am a martial artist and they call me master. And I ha- I was smiling when you talked about the, the, you know, the Tumblr and all that stuff, because both of them spun off a product line. Both yeah. of those books, they were very popular and they did spin off a product line, um, that went around the world and did very well. And I'm very grateful and then, and then my, my last book is Will, Will I Ever Feel so Happy Again, which we just discussed. And I believe all of them are available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. But for my latest, They Call Me Master, if you could get that for Century Martial Arts online, um, you know, I, I know that it is readily available there, that last one for sure. And that's the one that they, we're still plugging that one, They Call Me Master.
0: Good. And folks, as I mentioned, excellent, excellent, easy, short reads for any audience level. Uh, And uh, it it just plants. And I'm constantly talking about planting the right seeds in your mental garden. You know, what you plant is what you get. You plant onion seeds. Well, gosh darn it, you're getting onions. The same thing you plant negativity as I'm beating up on the news media because I I just hate the what they do. They continuously plant negativity and fear and panic Mm. and hate in our minds. Mm. And of course, you continue to water those seeds. Well, What's going to happen? That's what's going to grow. But on the other side, Yeah,
1: and you know, pick up Chris, Karen's book say
0: this. the seeds. Sorry, I'm, No,
1: no, please. Sorry I'm interrupting you. No, that's just the TV reporter. Now I interrupt everybody. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, buddy. But listen, I just wanted to say that about the media. As you know, I worked in um, for 20, 25 years when I went yep. to major market TV, which is why I'm still in Denver. And I'm a country girl from the South, but uh, my last contract was with Fox News here in Denver. There is a reason why they are negative. And there's a, a saying we have, if it bleeds, it leaves. And yep. the reason why is because that's ratings, because they have to get ratings to make money. So they're always going to start off with the worst news. And they've tried doing good news and fluffy, warm, and loving news. And you know what? People turn off the TV. Yep. They don't want to see that part. So from a business standpoint, point, the reason why the media will do that is because they want to be able to get the ratings now. I find it unexcusable with the way the media is today. It wasn't like that when I was in the industry because I've been out of it for quite some time. But today with the the way they don't fact check and the way they just put stuff up that's not true, fake news, if you want to call it that. I do. <laughs> that is just un- <laughs> unbelievable to me because we were we would lose our job if we put out falsification. As a reporter and anchor, we were not allowed to falsify. We had to fact check everything and I can't believe that they just come up with stuff to cause a ruckus and to cause this, you know, dissemination of among people to me, that's just disgusting. So I I think that's evil because I just put a blog out myself today. Uh, your thoughts create your words and your words create your atmosphere and you got to be so careful yep. and for them to just blast that stuff out. That's not even real all over the world. They are creating an atmosphere for us. And I would encourage you not to listen to it and to turn it off because that's going to affect their ratings. I mean, you want to make a difference with all that bad falsification and stuff that's going on out there through the media? Don't watch it. I mean, if you want to get your news, go online and get your news. That's what I do. I can't stand to watch news anyway because I worked it for 25 years. And it's hilarious because I sit and point out every mistake they make that that most people will never see. I know it drives my husband crazy. He'll watch news all day long, like a lot of men do. And I'll go, I can't believe they did that. What's that producer thinking? Or or look what the director, how he missed his, you know. But that's because I work that business. But I'm telling you, don't give it any attention if you want it to go away. Because as long as you keep watching it, they're going to get the ratings and they're going to get the money for it. Okay. That's my story. I'm sticking to it, brother.
0: Holy smokes. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, uh, what other guests could I have that has had 20, 25 years uh, uh, in the actual news media, which, by the way, what I've been calling for the last several years is the devil's workshop? I know that hits people right in yeah. the chops, but they are just manifesting evil. And, you know, we talk about honor and integrity of being a martial artist. Well, what about the honor and integrity of being a, a journalist, right? actually digging mm-hmm. deep, working hard. No one gave you all your belts along the way. No one gave you your master's belt. You had to work your tail off for that, and that's the honor and integrity in the process. Well, the same thing should be true about those that are influencing and impacting millions of people. You you should have to earn that journalism, I and mean, I'm sure they did. I'm not taking that away from them. But you need to continuously earn that, and then value the honor and integrity of what you're presenting. And I get it. Yeah, when it ble- uh, bleeds, it leads, and fear sells because it attracts people. Is the world is it going to be destroyed? Is this going to happen? I got to keep watching because I got to know. And that's you know the the cortisol in our brain, the chemical release mm-hmm. that scares us to death. Well, that's what they play on. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I kind of went off on a tangent. This was a little while ago. It was one of the video blogs I did about uh, uh, the, the media scares you to death. And then the advertising dollars are everything to cure all your ailments for being scared to death. Well, if you're scared to death and you got cortisol rushing through your brain's brain, your digestive system is shut down and not working properly. So what do they advertise? Oh, how to improve your digestive system. Well, your immune system also shuts down when cortisol is rushing through your veins. So what now? Well, you're sick. Now take this pill. So they make you sick. Advertising dollars uh, uh, advertise their product which pays the news media to make you sick and now you buy their product. It's in endless cycle
1: Ugh. yeah you know I just, <laughs> sorry i know it's it's you know I've, i probably know, know a little more than the average person on how that whole thing works but the, you know if you if you again if you want to change the way news looks then you need to just not patronize them and just turn your tv off and make sure you're not watching that and by the same token if you have a news channel you like a lot well then make sure you watch it because they they have their ways of picking up, you know, rating points, ratings points. And yeah, that's, that's how it's going to hit them. I mean, that's just part of the layer. I mean, you could go deeper and deeper into it and discover a lot more. But just for the sake of how much time, you know, we actually have on your show, that's <laughs> that's just the basic way to, to, to put it is, you know, don't support something that you don't agree with. I mean, if you think, well, I'm just one you know, a a grain of sand when it comes to that, will I make a difference? But if everybody thought like you, then everybody would make a difference. So that's what I tell people.
0: That's fantastic. And that kind of ties everything. The whole part of being bully proof is doing what you can to eliminate the bullies that you allow into your mind. You know, if you turn the news media off, you turn off that negativity. You don't allow someone to plant negative thoughts in your mind, in your mental garden then you're already putting on your bullyproof armor. And that's the step toward living your best kick in life. So that advice you just gave, turn it off. And something I talk about all the time, too. Turn it off. Don't allow that to manifest in your mind because your mind is the most mental, fertile garden there is on the planet. What you put in there, it's going to grow. And then if you continue to water it and nurture it, whether you want it or not, it's going to continue growing. And obviously negative thoughts are like weeds. They grow anywhere and everywhere, and they are almost indestructible
1: absolutely we are creating our atmosphere by our own actions you know i again this was in my blog today we are please talk about
0: that talk about that blog
1: well we are creators uh rich because we were created in the image of god who is a creator so therefore we are very powerful by the mere fact that we were created in the image of god don't even have to be you know, a a believer in God, Jesus, or whatever, just because you were created in his image, you're very powerful. So there are people who don't believe what I believe spiritually or religiously that can go and be multimillionaires. And people go, well, how is that fair? It doesn't matter. Everybody's created in the image of God. And because of that divine creation, we have that, uh, for lack of a better way to put it, divineness in us, which is powerful and people can do very powerful things. You know, I remember the, the back in uh, the day when we were growing up, it was the power of positive thinking and all that stuff. Well, yeah. all that stuff's very true. You know, your mind is so powerful, you can create anything just because you were created in the image of God. But, the you know, the difference is, you know, understanding as a creator what you are creating and how you're doing it. So it's very important to make sure that you control your thoughts, which controls your spoken word, which controls your atmosphere and what you're creating in your atmosphere. So you can go to the Facebook group page, the Eden assignment inspirational series, and you'll see, you know, three, four years of stuff like that posted on there. And I have the link to my radio blog regarding the show that's connected to it. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you,
0: brother, for letting me plug that. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. And uh, um, and folks, just know in the write-up description, and uh, Karen, I'll just we'll talk about this on the air, uh, it, it, when you get a chance, send over your links, and I'll put that in the write-up. So, folks, that'll be in the write-up of this episode. So you can just click on those links, and it'll take you right there to uh, uh, Karen's pages and uh, her groups and everything else she's doing. So that can be another positive influence in, in not only your life, but in the life of others. Because I always encourage people to listen, uh, not only listen, this podcast, but share it with your kids, share it with your teens, share it with other family members. Why? Because collectively working together, we can do a heck of a lot more than one individual person. And I always believe in the power of the fist. You know, individual fingers, they're doing their own thing and they're off and on different directions and they're not a lot of strength and there's definitely not a lot of unity there. But when you close that fist together and we're all collectively on the same page working together that's powerful that's solid it's kind of the same presentation i give a lot of athletic teams about the power of working together as a fist to achieve the common goal and that is to become our very very best so thank you karen for sharing that
1: absolutely you're welcome and i just shot you that link so you can post it and i'll let you take care of it whenever you're ready to get this you know this out and everything else but awesome sauce absolutely you know i appreciate you rich i mean You know, you, I, you have a soft place in my heart because you're on the same journey that I am. And I know that, uh, you know, your past wasn't always pleasant at times and neither was mine. And, you know, so many people will take the things that we've gone through and just go the other route and be miserable and nasty and, and, and negative, you know, for the rest of their lives. It takes a very strong person to pick themselves up by the bootstrap and go, okay, I understand that I had this journey, but what can I do? Because I'm accountable for it from now on. So what do I do with this pain? I'm accountable. Let me see what how I can be a big person here and take my pain and turn it into something good. And I know you've done that, and I've done that. And I just want to let you know I appreciate your journey very much, brother. I really do.
0: Thank you very, very much. I, that, yeah, I, I'm an emotional guy. I get goosebumps every time, so thank you. Uh, and, and that's kind of what the essence of kicking life is all about. Not if, but when life kicks your butt, you're going to get right back up and kick life's butt. And essentially, in the book I'm writing, it's called Bullyproof, It's me as a kid meeting me as Master Grogan 40 years later, and we go on a journey mm. together. And essentially, it's, <laughs> all, that. Yeah, it's all real stories about uh, uh, I grew up uh, on a farm and grew up uh, being a hockey player. I always wanted to be a pro hockey player. That was my dream, but it uh, didn't manifest, but that's okay. It was uh, a learning lesson, and when I found out my NHL career wasn't going to happen, that, and I'd been in martial arts since I was 10 years old, but I would kind of did part-time and was focusing most of the time on on, on hockey. Well, I played baseball and football, too, but hockey was my primary, and um, I got right back into it was 80, 88, 89, uh, martial arts pretty much full-time, and that's kind of the journey ever since. But the book, there's all true stories in there and the battles that I overcame, and Basically, the whole premise of it, and it, it was something that we're gonna I guess, close with—not not just yet, but in a couple minutes—is uh, the hero that you were always looking for, and that's the whole a- a part of the book. I want to be that hero that I never had when I was younger. But now that I'm older, I want to be that hero for the kids or even teens, adults that are struggling with something that I had struggled with, and this is what I've done to kind of defeat that bully mm. within. And that's kind mm. of, I got that as I always want to make sure I close with that. If you, if you had a hero in the past, what would that hero what would they have told you or if there was something that was kind of a turning point in your past that you wish you would have knew when you're younger? If you wish you would have had somebody to say this or do this for you, what would that look like? Who would that have been? And how, how are you doing that to kind of help out others? So I kind of led right mm. into it.
1: <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Wow.
0: Good stuff. So with that being said, I'll put you on the spot. Um did, did, did you have a hero that uh, – or, or were, were you – is there somebody you were missing growing up? Or is there the, – what kind of motivated you to do what you're doing now? Was there a turning point? Or are you just trying to make the world a better place? Or was it an event that happened? Or maybe some like, takeaway for the audience, that a special <laughs> nugget that would help them. Maybe it's a parent that's struggling with a kid with the anxiety and depression. Or maybe it's a parent or a teen or adult. What, what, right. what, what, what could you give them as a takeaway?
1: Well <clears> – <throat> You know, to answer your question, no, not always. I haven't been uh, about trying to make the world a better place at all. When I came out of my situation out of my formative years, I was a little bit on the angry side because, uh, you know, I know that I didn't get what I needed to have a good foundation in life. Um, And so it, it almost became something I had to prove to myself and my family and the entire world. Uh, that, that I wasn't the world's biggest loser because that's kind of the stamp I got. You're, because of what you went through, you're going to be the world's biggest loser. Um, and you know what? I should be the world's biggest loser. But I, I put it, you know, I, I used it at kind of as a catalyst and I decided that, you know, it was going to be all about me. How fast can I climb? Yep. You know, and um, how quick can I get there? And, you know, and it works because like I said, the mind is so powerful. The way you think and put things in the atmosphere can actually cause your destiny to be very powerful, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily the right thing. And this is a lot of what I'm telling you. I think that a lot of people who are the the spiritual gurus or whatever you want to call it, they miss out on really what is going to be that missing puzzle of peace and happiness in your life because you can gain everything um, and lose everything at the same time, which is also a um a biblical principle, how can you gain the whole world and still lose your soul? I mean that that's yep. multi layered. But the bottom line is I was probably uh I don't know, late twenties, early thirties, and then God really got a hold of me in a big way. I mean, I, it was like I was living high. I got I got my first major market T V contract. Um you know and it was so cool to be a poor girl and all of a sudden be able to buy my own Mercedes or my own Louis Vuitton or my own Rolex, you know, that proved to me for some reason through materialism that I had arrived. And then um, I always talked about the worst year of my life. It was a ca- just a changing, I mean, a big changer year for me. Um, you know, about 1997, when within a matter of one week's time, um, I, I, you know, ended up um, my rela- my marriage was over um, my father committed suicide this is in one month's time and then eventually the the great TV contract I had turned out to go dark which means that the, they just pulled the plug on the whole station I mean the whole news team just down the toilet <laughs> I, literally I had nothing by the end of that year I'm just going okay God you got my attention <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know and God's like well good you know, and I, I really changed my life at that point and realized who I am and what I'm supposed to be doing. And I, I think a lot of people have those come to Papa meetings when they're called to do spiritual things. And I think I, I you, you did too, Rich. Yep. But you know, the, the the bottom line is, guys, it's you could have anything you want, any riches you want, any position you want, and everybody will teach you that from the time you're in high school, you know, on up. But the difference is, that doesn't mean you're going to have peace. Matter of fact, I promise you won't. Nope. It doesn't mean you're going to have a sense of bliss and happiness within your own self. That only comes from realizing the 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 real reason you're here is because you were created by Father God to make a difference in this world. And if you don't grasp that, you'll never be able to be complete. Never. And I call that a spiritual journey, being able to grasp that you were put here by Divine intervention at this place in time to make a difference in this world. And if you don't grasp it, you'll never be able to feel that sense of peace. And that's pretty much it right there. I hope that people understood what I said. Thank oh, my you.
0: gosh. That's so powerful and so spot on. Once again, the, the, you, when you achieve a level of success that you have and continuing to, to pursue, people often, they overlook the foundation of that iceberg. They just see the tip that's uh, you know poking through the water there, but there's an iceberg that built that foundation of what you're standing on right now and that's fantastic. You've bled just like everybody else. you've had your heartaches, you've had your fears, you've had your panics. My gosh, thank you so much Karen for sharing all that and being so open and transparent. <laughs> I know it touches my heart. And I know it's touching thousands of others. thank you
1: <laughs> I have I have to be that way Richard, you know all the hard things we go through, if we don't use that to help other people, Yep. You know what? What was the point of going through it? We have to take what we have learned through the getting punched in the face, yeah. hard knockdown stuff, and try to help the next generation coming up understand exactly how you deal with it and what to do with it. So I'm I'm honored. I'm truly honored.
0: Yeah, darn, Karen. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I know every time we chat, I, I I leave these. I should be taking all these notes, but fortunately, we got this on audio now, so <laughs> just have to listen to it again <laughs> yeah. and again. And that's why I encourage the folks listening uh, do. If you got something out of this message, I can't stress this enough. Please share that with somebody else. You know, give us a five star review if you think we've earned it. Simply to show everybody else that you're not only a part of the the Grogut's Bullyproof and Kick Life tribe, but you're making your little ripple in the pond so to speak and we get enough of us keep throwing ripples in the ponds we start splashing the the shore and the bank we are making a difference in the world and that's what it all boils down to creating a better world for the generations behind us so they can have maybe what we didn't have
1: absolutely absolutely absolutely
0: Fantastic. So I had mentioned that I'm going to put the links in this show, and you said you'd already sent those over to me. But uh, just uh, right now, and I know you mentioned it once, but if you wouldn't mind saying it again, how, how do people get a hold of you if they want to learn more about uh, the awesomeness of Master Karen Eden Herndon?
1: <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'm everywhere, Rich. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm everywhere. If you're in social media, uh, you'll find me everywhere Karen Eden Herdman. Um, it, you know, Googling Master Karen Eden, you'll find my products and my books. Um, feel free to hit me up in Messenger, you know, and uh, sometimes I get a tad busy, but um, I always try to get back with everybody. If you need, a, if you have a request or need help with something that you think that I would be able to help you with, please don't feel like, you know, me or Rich or anybody won't try to help you, but that's why we're here, and that's why God created us to do these things. Um, <clears throat> outside of that, uh, you know, if you would like to email me, my email address is Karen Eden at CenturyLink.net. I do speaking and writing and, and uh, ministering um, engagements. Uh, I've got quite a speaking engagement lined up already for the summer, so I'll be posting that on my own Facebook page. So, yeah, guys, you know, otherwise than that, keep me in your prayers. I do a Oh, ministry, if you don't mind, Ruth, if I could just take a second and talk about my Native American causes. Well, absolutely.
0: Um, I, I appreciate your time. So anything, once again, the working together to to empower others, that's what it's all about. So, yes, please do.
1: Okay, yeah, my my Native American causes, I go into tribal areas, guys, and I teach um, Native American women um, self-defense techniques because I don't know if you know this, but there's a uh, a horrible problem with our Native American sisters falling off the face of the earth. Literally thousands have gone missing in the last several years and they don't know what's happening to them. So I try to do my part with that being uh, heavily Native American myself, not, not a hundred percent. I got a lot of nationalities, but um, this has been put in my heart to try to make a difference. I do go into the tribal areas. Just got back from the Lumbee tribe in North Carolina, where we did a clinic to teach self-defense techniques. And, um, you know, I, I, do a lot of speaking engagements. Sometimes I do Native American speaking engagements and I always try to get some kind of a fundraising going, help sponsor, you know, the, the, the traveling and the things that I do regarding uh, the Native American women being murdered and disappearing. So if nothing else, please keep us in your prayers. Um, you know, because this is a, an enormous problem that isn't being met very well. And, um, you know, I if you would like to have me come out and speak to a particular community or historical society or event uh, as a Native American in regalia, or you know, as a martial arts uh, grandmaster, seventh degree uh, female master, which you know is very rare,
0: actually, very, very rare, um, folks, very rare.
1: <laughs> yeah, let me know. I, that's usually why I get my speaking engagements, and I'll uh, hit me up and, and we'll work something out. So yeah absolutely guys thank you so much and you know keep us in your prayers
0: oh god bless holy smokes all right well um before we go i always like to say these little affirmation i put together bully proof and kicking life affirmation so uh, karen if you wouldn't mind repeating after me just so people can hear it in your lovely voice not just mine but i believe in myself
1: i believe uh, i believe in myself
0: (laughs) i caught you didn't i (laughs) Uh, i believe in myself Uh, I am a one and only. I believe in my. Oh, there we go. We're, we're just, boy, what, what kind of <laughs> tandem are we? We'll just start this whole thing all over. That's our right. <laughs> I believe in myself.
1: I certainly try to believe in myself. Right, there
0: we go. <laughs> <laughs> I am a one and only original gift from God.
1: I am a dough. I'm a very uniquely designed original gift from God.
0: Now, I, actually, I had that. I had uniquely designed gift from God. But I thought I, I, every time I tried to rehearse that, I kept getting tongue tied. So I changed <laughs> it to I'm one only original okay. gift from God. But we, we, it all means the <laughs> same. Uh, this one's easy. I am awesome. I am awesome. I am bullyproof.
1: I am bullyproof.
0: And I'm living my best kick in life.
1: And I'm working toward living my best kick (laughs) in life. And I just spoke in my atmosphere. So as as, as I speak it, so it may be yes Absolutely. yes yes
0: wow well karen thank you so very much for time priceless wisdom my gosh uh, wonderful um i know we're both we got zillions of things going on but really uh just hearing your voice and talking to you and now sharing this with um uh, the, the the thousands of followers my goodness it, it's going to make a dramatic impact and i'm so very grateful and thankful
1: now oh, thank you brother keep on keeping on doing the great things that you're doing and, uh, you know, God bless you, everybody. And stay on your spiritual journey. All right, We'll all arrive someday. Yes, okay, we will. Thanks.
0: Thank you. You have a blessed we'll day. Talk we'll talk again later. real soon.
1: Okay. You take care. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. All right. Well, thank you so very much, everyone. And, gosh, so another special shout-out to Master Karen Eden for taking the time to – man, oh, man, was that good? That was good, good stuff. And I'm grateful for you, the listeners, because without you, it doesn't matter what knowledge we try and present, (laughs) where does it go? So my heart goes out to you that you took time to be with us today, and that's what I promise I'm going to keep doing, having powerful guests on, having powerful shows to empower you to overcome fears, battle through your challenges, and to stand up to any bully you're facing, both real and in your mind. As I mentioned before, if you found value in this, please share it with someone that you know could be positively impacted by this message. And check us out on all the social media channels, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. And if we've earned it, give us that five-star review just to kind of help others know uh, what the show's all about. I love you. God loves you. Please, share that love with the world. And until we talk again, remember, you have the power to overcome those fears. You have the power to battle through and those challenges and stand out in the crowd and stand up to any bull in your face. So do it. God gave you a gift. Utilize that gift. All right. So until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. You'll become bullyproof, and you'll live your best kick in life. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof. This is your bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to sh- please share this podcast with someone who could benefit from this message, and please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof tribe. And until we talk again, remember, you have the power to overcome your fears and battle to your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, either real or in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, and I promise you'll become bully-proof and live your best kicking life.